Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. What are the wealthiest in Singapore prioritizing as investors? We're going to find out today with Oliver Wickham, Asia Partnership Director at St. James Place. It was so interesting when I read um, a recent study that they'd put out that said wealthy investors are prioritizing ESG factors significantly. I wanted to find out how much more significantly. 79% say they express uh, a willingness to divest from companies that do not adhere to sustainable business practices. So it goes beyond looking for companies that are doing the right thing. It's moving away from companies that are not. So this heightened emphasis on sustainability may be attributed to several factors that we're going to look at. 91% of the financially abundant investors in Singapore say it is important to invest in companies that are actively contributing to the mitigation of climate change effects. This, according to a study by St. James Place Asia, we're going to find out more with Oliver Wickham, Asia Partnership Director from St. James Place. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me back. Oh, always great to speak with you. So we're looking at your Money Relationship Monitor, The Wealth Journey, a study that looked at about a thousand Singaporeans aged between 25 and 69. You studied these Singaporeans across five levels of wealth to look at what they were prioritizing, how they're managing and investing their money. What stands out for you in terms of how global trends in terms of ESG are influencing the mindset of Singapore's wealthy investors? Yeah, it's really interesting, Michelle, because what the survey showed is that the wealthier one is, the more likely they are to divest from a company that is not not operating sustainably, as you said a moment ago. Um, And almost 80% of the financially abundant, which is the wealthiest group that just don't need to worry about money, Mm. has expressed this compared to just 50% overall. So interest in responsible investing is definitely increasing. Um, And as you mentioned noticeably at the higher end of the spectrum, literally 86% of the financially abundant now prioritise ESG and sustainability factors when investing, um, compared to just about 60% in the the lower groups. Do we have an idea of what are the driving factors that is contributing to the willingness of some 8 in 10 of Singapore's wealthiest to say they would divest from non-sustainable firms? Yeah, we do. I mean, for me, it's an awareness piece. Environmental, social and government issues, they're all everyday high-profile issues now that are taught in schools, universities and debated and discussed in small and large companies alike, as, as well as governments in both emerging and developed economies. And I, I, I truly believe that generally people want to do the right thing. And what I mean by that is both generally in life and when they're investing they want to do the right thing. So if there is an option, an investment option available where you can invest in a way that aligns with your values and doing the right thing and you still get a sensible return on your money, then then why wouldn't you do that? So Singapore investors, the wealthiest, really playing the long game when it comes to ESG. How do they define sustainability in the context of their investment decisions? How do we define sustainability? It's really quite interesting, actually, and it's different depending on the, the people you speak to. Mm. The main thing is, what is sustainability to them and when we talk about ESG and sustainable investing which part are they focused on is it the environmental the social governance so there's no one answer to that because it's very much about the individual what we found though is again going back to the financially abundant group that 90% of them um, were focused on climate change Mm -hmm. and I think you know we're we're in a world now where the more and more extreme weather conditions we see around the world it becomes more obvious about the impact of climate change so we saw that 
those 76% of Singaporeans highlighted the importance of investing in companies that contribute to mitigating the effects of climate change. And over 90% of them said it was really important that we address this as a key issue. Okay. I wonder if you have any notable examples or some case studies that really highlight the impact of divestment from non-sustainable firms on um, portfolios of wealthy investors. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's hard to give you some specifics, but there's different ways to approach it. And all of this comes back to education. And that was the one big barrier that people highlighted for investing in ESG, actually having enough information and knowledge to know what is the right thing to do. And how because it's going to one, impact them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because one um, way to approach it is that if you're invested in a company that you don't think is in, investing or operating in an ethical way that you're comfortable with, then, then you can divest. Another way that companies, another approach is to actually invest so much so that you become a significant shareholder, at which point you can drive change from the inside. Um, and there's lots of different fund strategies that will adopt that can do that as well, to, which can actually be a more powerful tool to drive change change moving forward. This comes to the core of the argument of, you know, if you put your money where your beliefs are, will your profits suffer? And so your, your study essentially points to the fact that the majority, 70% of respondents say they're willing to sacrifice profits in order to create impact. And they're actively, proactively screening um, their, their stocks in their portfolio for this end. Is that right? Yes, it's an interesting point. I mean, that, that was the, the second biggest barrier highlighted for not investing sustainably was actually that people are concerned that they're going to um, have to sacrifice returns, which historically, and actually still today, but the fact that the survey shows that it's more prevalent to invest responsibly in the wealthier brackets means that people sort of invest responsibly when they can afford to. An element of people still want to get enough wealth and then they start worrying about it. And it, it is becoming more prevalent at the lower ends of the spectrum as well, just as the interest in and trend generally increases. So if their investors listening in and they too want to screen their portfolio, they want to look at um, firms that are contributing to mitigating climate change, what are some of the potential barriers that they face? You mentioned, I think, two. Do the wealthiest, even the wealthiest struggle with um, information and knowledge in this area? because it's really hard to get the inside knowledge within these companies. The benefits that, that a company like St. James's Place has got is just because of our size and scale. And, you know, we're managing over £168 billion of assets now, which gives us some quite significant resources and economies of scale so that our fund managers can really talk directly in the analysts and get into some of the large companies to really understand how they're operating on the inside. Um, and it's information that you can't often get by picking up the paper or going onto their website and trying to find out what are what, what are their sustainability strategies? So the big message really is that, that you do need to take advice um, if you're interested in this area because you have to build knowledge and knowledge is power, as they say, um, but, but it's not all freely available. It's getting more transparent and I think it will become, that trend's going to continue to be able to make these decisions easier. But it's, it's taking time, um, but it is evolving. Uh, what does your survey throw up about what most respondents want uh, in order to continue to make responsible, sustainable investing a reality for themselves? Yeah, well, I mean, they do want peace of mind. They absolutely need peace of mind and want peace of mind that they're not sacrificing returns. Mm. And that's the biggest point because it's a balancing act, right, in that we, we need to save and invest for the future because we need to look after our families. We need to have enough funds in place to be able to give 
our children the education that we want to see them. We've got the pressure, as we highlighted in the previous study, of what we call the sandwich generation, where you've got a growing um, population in Singapore that are supporting both generations. They're supporting their children, and they're also supporting their parents. So they have to have enough money to live today as well as saving for the future. Um, and with the rising cost of living that we've seen, and we all know in Singapore inflation has been rampant in recent years, particularly with, with rent amongst other things. And it's put real pressure on how much money is available. So these decisions are really important. So when clients are investing money, first and foremost, they want to be making a return. So one of our jobs as a financial planner is to really give people the confidence, and we absolutely believe this is the case, that you don't have to sacrifice returns to invest responsibly. I thought it was interesting that your study said um, that one reason there is growing interest amongst the wealthiest in investing um, sustainably with ESG in mind is this fundamental concern among Singaporeans that companies are not doing enough to assist with solving environmental issues in Asia. The study says that's a view held by 60% of your respondents, that the needle isn't moving uh, as fast as it should be when it comes to solutions for ESG issues here in Asia. Um, what What is a fund house like St. James Place doing to help investors uh, make momentum happen or shift the needle in this area? I mean, all of our fund managers are signed up to the United Nations Principles of Responsible Investing, um, and it's really important, and that's one key thing, is that whenever you make any investments within specific companies, it's understanding um, what is their performance against the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals as well. So actually being aware that these exist as benchmarks to start with is, is important, and that's getting out there more and more. It's certainly something that we focus on. But you're right, the one that continues to come up is climate change. Um, and as we said earlier, 90% of the financially abundant said they were interested in investing in companies that look to tackle climate change. Um, this is only going to continue to grow. And I, I think that's the particular factor that sticks out, probably because it is the one that's most most visible and makes it top of mind. For us, we see this as a real positive because I, I think the, the wealthy see it as their opportunity to for, for their wealth to become a force for good, if you like. This is also um, interesting. To, to invest it responsibly. For fund houses looking to understand their customers as well. I mean, do you see this view of translating concerns into investment decisions in ESG? You you mentioned you think that is going to increase with time. So you think this is a long-term view for sure? This this isn't going away. Yeah, it's absolutely only going to get more and more. There's going to be more information that comes out. Transparency is going to continue. I think transparency of what any corporate now has to be talking about operating sustainably. And, And that's from small startup firms through to large PLCs. They have to be thinking about how are they going to run their business more sustainably in the future? Because within a big business, we know that people will disinvest from us, we would expect them to, uh, if we're not doing the right things and being a responsible business. It's, it's all of our responsibility to make appropriate changes. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oliver Wickham is Asia Partnership Director at St. James Place. We've been taking a look at a study they put out recently, the Money Relationship Monitor, the Wealth Journey, that looks at the connection between the wealthiest investors in Singapore and their focus on ESG and sustainability. It's high up on their priority list. Thanks for joining me here on Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.